Hey, welcome to episode 18 of Tangible Takeaways. Uh, I'm Jackson, and today I'm going to talk about what we should do about Kanye's new album, Donda. My name's Tim, and we're going to talk about what it means to work out your own salvation. All that and more in this episode of Tangible Takeaways. Hey, welcome to episode 18 of Tangible Takeaways. Thanks for being on again, Tim. My pleasure. Always good hanging out. It's the veteran appearance. I know. Like yeah. you're, what, three in now? Three, three Tangible three. Takeaways? Yeah. It's great. Easy peasy. Coming in clutch, right? Yeah. yeah. So glad you could be back with us as we're chopping up the message, looking for some practical takeaways, looking to wrestle with some stuff as well. Mm-hmm. We're right towards the end of our Real Love, Real Life series. Yeah. We're the, I mean, this is Second John, and mm-hmm. that's a one-chapter book, and then we're going to hit Third John this week. Weekend, one chapter, one book. chapter book, yep. and then we'll be done. No ver- so, chapter markers, just the number. Just, just, yep, the, verse just number. the verses, which yep. actually looks really weird when it's like it's like Second John 8, right? And yep. you're like, what? How, How do does I that write mean? that? Yeah, what, it, what's it, going on? It makes no sense. Yeah. It's very confusing. But um, I mean, real close to winding down this whole thing, mm-hmm. I mean, what would you say, just putting you on the spot here a little bit, what would you say has been just kind of an overarching takeaway from reading John's letters that you'd look at and say, oh man, this is like, John's really getting at some of these things. Mm-hmm. What would you say that is? Yeah, I'd say the one um, thing that I love about John is he just calls out like, hey, if you're in the darkness, like you're not of Christ. Like mm. if you are in Christ, there is no darkness at all. And it's important for us to understand like we're not perfect. Like we all struggle with our own sinful nature. We all struggle with the vices that we still have. Mm. But it's saying if you're constantly in that darkness, if you're constantly in sin, if you're constantly not practicing your faith, then you might want to question whether or not you actually are in mm. the faith. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's such a, um, feels like maybe on the surface, a rude thing for John to say, like, hey man, come on, yeah. like, let me, let me live, you yeah. know? But on the other hand, that's kind of what's so comforting about John to me is it really is like I, whenever I've, I've spoken in this series, I've used the term gut check because mm-hmm. that's really what I feel like what John's up to, right? Yeah. It, like anytime I'm reading John, I feel like it's a gut check. Like yeah. you might think that you're like, all in on Jesus, but I don't know that you actually are, man. It's that conviction that you get every time you go to church. It's like, oh, I'm doing good. And then you realize like, oh, crud, I've got some work to do, which is good. That's a constant sanctification is always good in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm coming to a point in my life where I am more comforted when I bump up against scripture and Mm -hmm. I and I get my feelings hurt and I feel convicted or I feel like I'm out of line because that's like, man, that's evidence. This yeah, is true. It's evidence right? like, this of is true, transformation. I'm, yeah. I'm learning to submit yeah, to it. If you don't feel conviction in your life, then that's a scary point. Because I'm the probably spirit, just following myself. Yeah, because the spirit, one of the Spirit's purposes is not only to comfort, but to convict and sure. to show us, to illuminate, even as John talks about light and darkness, to illuminate the darkness in our own hearts yeah. and help us get transformed. Totally. Mm-hmm. So as, as we're looking at this weekend and we're talking about real careful, which was a kind of clever way that Pastor Tom was putting it, he's yeah. really talking about intentionality, right? Or yeah. that we have to be really careful. He's just kind of following with our real kind of tagline there. Uh, but as we're talking about 
this intentionality or being really careful. Uh, for some of us, like alarm bells might start going off. We might have flags going up all over the place when we're talking about our faith and that we need to be really careful. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, that doesn't sound on the surface or at least at the front, it doesn't sound like a very confident position. Yeah. It doesn't sound like freedom, right? Like when you talk about being really careful, I feel like I'm walking in a land, like a bunch of landmines yeah. and I gotta be careful where I step. So why is it that our faith, obviously this is scripture and it's not just Pastor Tom telling us something random. He's yeah. telling us what, what John's saying there in Second John. Why does our faith require intentionality or for us to be really careful? Yeah. And is that in violation of freedom? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think that our faith, it goes both ways. You know, Christ, you know, dies or died on the cross and then sent the Holy Spirit who comes inside of us, helps us to to work on our faith, to sanctify us. I always think of that Philippians passage, Philippians 2, work out your own salvation Hmm. with fear and trembling. And a lot of times you think of, okay, work out, so I mean salvation by works. That's not it at all. And Pastor Tom even mentioned, like, it's not salvation by works, but you have to work on it. Hmm. It's a constant exercise. Like if I, we were talking about the Olympics a couple of minutes ago, if I went into the swimming pool and tried to do, you know, the breaststroke that all those swimmers do, I would die. I would drown because my body would just just give out. So you have to work out those muscles in order to get that that stroke going. Mm. The same thing goes for your faith too. You have to constantly work out your faith. It's a constant being in the word, being in prayer, and being in community. Those three things, those are very crucial things in your faith to work out so that you become more and more like Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like to, I think there's this ideal for us or there's this hope in our faith that there would be no need for us to be really careful yeah. or no need for us to be really intentional. Because at the end of the day, man, we would love to just go kind of like a, a bull in a china shop kind of thing, just kind of do whatever we want, whatever have we confidence want. Yeah. that like Jesus is with us, he's for us, like, mm-hmm. and we're going to do our best to be about the things that he's about. And we would love to just like move forward with this crazy amount of confidence. Yeah. And I think that's an element of the Christian life. Mm-hmm. And that's even an element of some of John's writing is this confidence. Yeah. But then another element of John's writing is that gut check, right? That's like, okay, yes, be confident, be secure in the fact that God loves you and that you're, uh, you're in the light, right? And you know what the truth is and you know how to love people, but then also check yourself. And you got to be really careful mm-hmm. because at a certain point, some of these different um, things in our world are going to threaten to corrode. Yep. And it makes me think of um, different topics that we've talked about here, even on Tangible Takeaways, things like um, marriage and relationships, that some of these things are just, these relationships are never really going to be in neutral territory mm-hmm. where they're um, just not moving at all. Yeah. You're always moving closer or further, Yeah. right? Like that's just kind of built into a relationship. Yeah. Uh, you and I in our friendship, we're always going to be moving closer to each other or further away from each mm-hmm. other. That's just going to be built in. There's not going to be like a, well, we're just like, we're both just kind of there, right? Yeah. Like it's it's going to happen one way or the other. Yeah. And um, man, we see that amplified in things like our marriages, but I think even more amplified in our relationship with God, yeah. right? Where sometimes we think like, man, God and I are just cruising right now. It's like, dude, you're either moving away or moving towards. Yeah. And there's I not love, really neutral yeah. territory. It makes me even think, I think in illustration wise, I love like going four by fouring in Jeeps. Mm. And so you're going up that hill. Once you're going up the hill in the middle of the hill, you don't stop. Yeah. Because if you stop, you're going to go backwards. It's either forwards or backwards. There's no stopping at that point. And yeah. so it's the same thing with your faith. You either go, you keep going, but if you stop going, eventually you're going to start falling backwards. And it might feel like a slow fall back at first, but mm. it'll 
it'll it's eventually gonna pick lead up and speed. pick up speed. Exactly. Yeah. And we even talked about like those little tiny um, sins that we have, those little tiny things that are just yeah. the little seeds that are planted there, which, you know, eventually turn into bigger issues. Sure. You know? Thinking of VeggieTales, my kid just watched VeggieTales, the rumor weed, remember that? Yeah. yeah. It starts off as this tiny little weed. And then by the end of the episode, it's like, this gigantic monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. that's like Godzilla ult- level. Yeah, yeah, but that's ultimately what it is, is that, yeah, if you're not careful, if you're not checking yourself, those little tiny things that you may not notice, which mm. I think John is pointing out in the book, like, hey, make sure that you're careful even in these situations and these things. Yeah, It sounds elementary. And that's the thing I love about John is he's very basic. He's not a heady guy. He's like, hey, let's talk about the basics of faith. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super true. And what I love too is that I, I don't really get the sense in scripture or in John's call on the life of the believer that the call is to be really careful about everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not this like pendulum swing because yeah. I think a, a lot of times we have a hard time with like you know, say we're we're really on that confidence side. We yeah. want to live in that confidence. We want to just kind of not think twice about what we do or say. We just like to be confident, confident, confident. Yeah. And and then we can hear something like this from John and pendulum swing to be like, oh man, I got to be anxious about yeah. everything I say, about everything I do. Yeah. I got to be thinking about it all. I got to be really intentional and careful about every little detail. Well, then you're never going to do anything. Exactly. Right? Like you're not going to take any steps. You're not going to move forward at mm-hmm. all. And so I think there is this balance between these things. And that means that there's got to be, we've got to have a grid almost of how do I know what things I should be really careful about, Mm -hmm. what things I should be really intentional about. So when you look at things in your life, those little things, those things that start little that you're seeing are are beginning to move that relationship backwards. How do you identify what those things are that you need to be really careful about versus going through your life, just being anxious about everything, yeah. right? Like, let's not be robbed of our confidence. How do we know which yeah. things we should be really careful about? Well, I think about? every person knows their ups and downs. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what's going to set them down a bad path and what's exactly going to help them stay on the right path. And one of the things I was even talking about with a friend yesterday, the generational sin. And so you have, I call it the sins of our fathers. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, a dated term, but it's true. Like a lot of the same tendencies we have, um, or your parents have for for sin get passed down to us, whether it be through teaching. And I do actually think there's also a biological thing too. So you mm. can look at your parents' past and say, okay, they struggled with that hardcore. Most, more likely than not, I'm gonna actually struggle with that as well. So mm. setting up those, it's an old cheesy term, but those guardrails to make sure like, okay, I'm not gonna venture in this, I'm not gonna venture in that. Other people have struggles more so than other people in certain areas. And mm. so finding identifying those areas and saying, okay, that's where I'm going to stay out of and not living in a sense of fear. Mm. You know, you're staying away from it, but you're not like a, you know, nervous chihuahua sitting there shaking the entire time, but having that confidence, like, no, I'm not going to go there, but I'm totally fine being where the Holy Spirit's leading me right here. Yeah, that's really good. Maybe taking some of those things, um, that we're already well aware of that we struggle with, right? Mm -hmm. Things that maybe have already become a pattern for us. I think one of the things we miss a lot of the time in repentance is like, yes, repentance is asking for forgiveness, but it also involves a turning away, which is like cool when you think about it, like as a U-turn on a road or something like that, it's very physical. But for most of us, it doesn't go further than just a I'm sorry, that was wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think that the act of actually repenting is going to involve putting up some of those guardrails, Mm -hmm. right? To be like, okay, this, I I failed again in this area. 
Yeah. So I am sorry. And here's what I'm going to do differently. Yeah. Not expecting it to fix everything because at the end of the day, I've got heart issues as well that need to be healed and worked on by by growing in my relationship with Christ. But also, I'm not just going to keep doing the same thing over and over, over, and again, over again with expecting a different result. Yeah, with, yeah, with exactly. no guardrails, right? Yeah. So part of repentance is going to be and I'm going to delete that app off my phone. Yep. And I'm not going to hang out with this person anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't watch that movie anymore. Yep. I can't watch that show anymore. Mm-hmm. Whatever the situation is uh, that's that's helping lead me to that place, yeah. part of the turning around is going to be, and I'm going to have to set that thing yeah. to the side. I always right? think of the alcoholic. The alcoholic goes into the bar knowing he's going to get a drink. Mm. And if it's a recovering alcoholic, they're not going to go into the bar saying, well, I'm only going to grab, you know, an appetizer. Mm. No, you can go to McDonald's and grab yourself a cheeseburger, go to Chick-fil-A and grab a sandwich. You don't have to go to this place. Like you said, you know your struggles, you know what it's going to be. And so it's setting those those guardrails of saying, you know what, I might struggle with less. So I'm going to delete Instagram because even mm. Instagram might, you know, yeah. Be trigger a bad that. thing, a trigger up, exactly. Or I may struggle with alcohol. Okay, I'm not going to go to Whiskey Barrel or wherever it may be and, you know, go there. I'm going to, you know, go to Chick-fil-A or something like that. Yeah. But making sure that you are being intentional with guarding your heart, with guarding your yourself from falling into those same temptations. Yeah, Mm because I think we can really easily get discouraged when we're just doing the same thing over and over again. We keep getting the same result Mm -hmm. over and over again, right? And so when those things are happening, we just start to think like maybe none of this is real. Mm -hmm. But I think maybe the better question is maybe I haven't actually been repenting, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe that's that's a better spot to land than that none of this is real because I'm not seeing any change. Maybe I haven't been repenting. Maybe I haven't been in the practice of what the Bible would actually define is repenting, which is not just, I'm so sorry, please forgive me, Yeah. but I'm sorry. And, and man, here's how my life is going to change because, because my heart is truly broken over what I've done. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that it's important that we don't tell other people what that is for them. Yeah, exactly. N- not because I don't want to speak into it, but because I think that really should be your decision. Mm-hmm. That's like a, it's like a heart offering yeah. to God to say like, man, I am broken over this and I'm so broken over this. I'm going to inconvenience myself by not having Instagram anymore, which is an inconvenience to me, but I'm going to do it because I'm so broken over this thing. And it's a choice that I'm making. It's not something that my pastor is telling me I need to do. And now I'm doing because I feel guilty, but it's something that I'm doing because I really am that committed in my relationship with Jesus. And those things last those decisions last, mm-hmm. not decisions that are forced on us by somebody else, by somebody else who yeah. says, hey, this is a really good idea. Even if it is, it's a great idea to do it, yeah. but it's not my decision. Man, I'm, I'm going to lose that at some point because it's it was never a heart change for me. Yeah. So I got to go through the process of failure and then say, man, my heart is wrecked by this. Here's what I feel called to do. Here's how I feel called to respond mm-hmm. in turning away from this thing. Yep. And I even think it's contextual to this week, Tim. But like, as we're talking about real intentionality or really careful, some people might be looking at even different ways that our culture is bringing up the topic of Jesus and uh, religion and spirituality. I mm-hmm. think of um, I think of Kanye putting out the Donda album this week, right? Yeah. Which is like Jesus is King Part Two for anybody who's been paying attention. And that's just like a small subset of things. But I mean, that's a big genre in rap right now is talking about faith, talking about Jesus, wrestling with those things. Yeah. 
And there's um, probably a tension to us when we see either, you know, great examples like Kanye and this um, conversion and he's wrestling with things and he's putting it out in his music, mm -hmm. or we see it in movies and different things like that. We see Jesus portrayed in these different ways. And we might look at that and say like, man, those look like some of those world corroding things. Yeah. Like, what do I do with it? Right? How do I engage these things? And so what would, when we see those things that maybe might not be the most accurate picture of Jesus, or we might have questions or not know where those people's hearts are, what do we do with that? How do we be really intentional? Yeah, I think one of the ways is you look to scripture. Mm. You check scripture to see, okay, how does this measure up to what the Bible says about it? And then in all honesty, talk to a pastor. Mm. Yeah, talk to someone who you know is strong in their faith and just say, hey, this is what I'm noticing. This is something that I'm curious about. What's your thoughts on that? I do think there is a lot to be said about godly, godly counsel mm. that I don't think a lot of people take advantage of anymore. Yeah. yeah. And it's there, it's waiting. And, you know, people want to share that wisdom. Sure. But um, people just have to ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the things that's so cool when these things come up culturally mm -hmm. is it presents an opportunity for conversation. For dialogue. Right? Exactly. Yeah. We're big, we're big Oikos people here. So we know that we're trying to help lost people become saved people. We're trying to reach them with our influence. And now because maybe because Kanye put out an album, there's an opportunity to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. So there's not like, I'm not trying to demonize or vilify the thing. I think really the question ultimately comes down to me, man, is, is my, um, listening to this album or watching this show or watching this movie, am I, am I submitting to this thing as a, as a spiritual leader in my life, right? Am mm -hmm. I looking, am I coming to this album to be fed spiritually? Am I, am I coming to this album? Like, am I looking at Kanye as my pastor or as my spiritual advisor? Yeah. Because now there's a level of influence there that I want to be really careful at who I'm allowing to exactly. influence me. Right? And man, even thinking of the meeting we were just in, talking about this coming week's message mm. and thinking of friends, but I even thought about changing friends out to influencers because yeah. of the season of life we're in, this this crazy, you know, social media influencer saturated culture that we're in with TikTok, with Instagram, with all these things, people feeding into our lives. And like you said, we have to be careful with who we let feed into our lives yeah. because that's going to be what develops our own faith, whether it be good or bad, that's going to be what develops our faith and helps us to understand ourselves a little bit better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not bad to engage with it, but yeah. we, we want to be, this is, comes back to the real careful. Yep. We want to be really careful about to what degree is this thing influencing me? And to what degree am I coming in and saying, man, this is a cool opportunity to redeem this situation and, and to take it. this and mm -hmm. talk about Jesus. Yeah. So that I don't want to miss that opportunity, but I also want to check myself because if this is going to be influencing me, man, I want to be really careful and cautious. Yeah. So hopefully helpful conversation for you today as we have been talking about some tangible things we could take away from the message this weekend. Let us know if you have a tangible takeaway from Pastor Tom's message there in the comments. And as always, don't forget to like and comment and subscribe. Uh, and we will catch you guys next week on Tangible Takeaways.